Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen Center for Media Evangelization in Ewing, New Jersey, welcome to Come to Me with Jim Manfredonia. Stay tuned for an hour of talk, reflections, and meditations on topics that are important to today's Catholics. And now, here's your host, Jim Manfredonia. Very good day to you, my friends. Welcome once again to Come to Me. My name is Jim Manfredonia, and as always, it is a great joy to be here with you on this beautiful August, I'm going to say 18th, is that right? No, 19th? No, today's Wednesday. <laughs> I really have I really have no idea. I, I uh, you know, if, if um, the way things are going, I guess I can check. Do I have it on my watch somewhere? August 19th. It's, it's August 19th. Wednesday, and I am here. I wasn't here yesterday, and I will not be here tomorrow, and uh, Cheryl and I will not be here Friday. We're doing these like little staycation days, you know. We're really not going on extended vacation this summer, so if we spot a nice day coming up, we'll plan a little day trip somewhere, a little just a little time off. So anyway, I'm live today here on this 19th of August, 2020, and uh, tomorrow I'll put on a throwback Thursday, I suppose, and Friday Cheryl and I will not be here either. Just trying to get a little, a little relaxation um, and amidst all of this that's happening. My goodness. Ah, there's, but there's a lot I want to, I, you know, I have a lot in front of me here. I, I try to line up a program for you. I never know where the Holy Spirit's going to take me, honestly. I mean that with my, my uh, total sincerity. I, I just, you know, I let in prayer, uh, just tell the Lord, okay, I don't know what I'm doing today. you got to help me here. He's, he's my producer. So, um there are some things I, I do want to talk about. They, they're kind of lining up as I was sitting here in the studio preparing. So they just kind of pop up in front of me. I know it doesn't make any sense. But what can I say? I'm getting old now. I'm a senior citizen, so you have to bear with me with all this stuff, right? Just bear with me. First, let's pray. And that's going to be really a, a big theme here because um, there's a lot of whole lot of prayer going on out there. And uh, you, our domestic church media family, uh, you're a big part of it. Uh, so I want to share some of that with you. But let's, let's first come together in prayer. And as we've been doing, uh, we've been praying this prayer to the Holy Trinity uh, through the intercession of our Blessed Mother for our country. And we're seeing a lot of prayers being prayed for the United States of America. So I want to talk about that a little bit and share some things with you on that. But let's all come together. If you are listening live on one of our domestic church media radio stations in New Jersey or Pennsylvania, uh, or... Tuning in so many other ways now, and literally can reach around the world through our free mobile app. If you have not yet downloaded the Domestic Church Media mobile app, please do. It's free. And I also want to tell you, those of you, and there are over, I think, 1,500 of you now who have downloaded around the world, uh, because I see other parts of of the world now have been downloading this app, if there's any thing on the app that you would like. You know, we have a whole uh, plethora of resources there, um, from the catechism to the Bible to mass times, morning prayer, evening prayer, day prayer. Uh, You know, it's all on there. But if there's any particular thing you'd like to see on there, let me know, because um, uh, 
there's a lot we can do with this app. So anyway, download the app if you don't have it. You can listen live. You can also watch live uh, when we do these live programs, as I am right now, coming to you live on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash domestic church media. And we call that DCM TV, youtube.com slash domestic church media. That's DCM TV. Also on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash domestic church media. And if you uh, go to our website, we're streaming live the video there as well at domesticchurchmedia.org. You can also listen to the program on any of the home speaker devices like Amazon, uh, Alexa. You can just say, uh, play domestic church media, and uh, that device will play us streaming live. And also Google Home, streaming live there. Google Home, just say, play domestic church media. And, of course, streaming live from our website all kinds of ways. And the great thing is, is that we can all come together right now live from around the world and pray. And uh, that's what it's going to take to get us back on track. Okay. So we're going to pray this prayer for the United States of America. It's a prayer that was originally prayed in 1959 at the dedication slash consecration of the National Basilica of the Immaculate Conception in Washington, D.C. And again, we are sending these out to you free, and I'm going to tell you how to do that in case you haven't done it yet, but so many of you have been doing, which is great. But let's begin now, my brothers and sisters, as we begin all good things, that is, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Most Holy Trinity, our Father in heaven, who chose Mary as the fairest of your daughters, Holy Spirit, who chose Mary as your spouse, God the Son, who chose Mary as your mother. In union with Mary, we adore your majesty and acknowledge your supreme eternal dominion and authority. Most Holy Trinity, we put the United States of America into the hands of Mary Immaculate in order that she may present the country to you. Through her, we wish to thank you for the great resources of this land and for the freedom which has been its heritage. Through the intercession of Mary, have mercy on the Catholic Church in America. Grant us peace. Have mercy on our president and on all the officers of our government. Grant us a fruitful economy born of justice and charity. Have mercy on capital and industry and labor. Protect the family life of the nation. Guard the precious gift of many religious vocations. Through the intercession of our mother, have mercy on the sick, the tempted, sinners, on all who are in need. Mary, Immaculate Virgin, our Mother, Patroness of our land, we praise you and honor you and give ourselves to you. Protect us from every harm. Pray for us that acting always according to your will and the will of your divine Son, we may live and die pleasing to God. Amen. And now, my friends, we'll pray the uh, two prayers that Holy Father Pope Francis uh, specifically asked the Church to pray every day. And he made this request two years ago. It was August of uh, 2018. And he asked the faithful to pray both of these prayers every day. It's the beautiful ancient prayer to our Blessed Mother, the Subtum Presidium prayer. We fly to thy protection prayer and also the prayer to St. Michael the Archangel, 
And two years ago, when he asked us to pray these prayers every day, he specifically asked to pray for the intention of protecting the church from the attacks of the devil. And we've been adding on, in addition to that intention, to protect the United States of America against the attacks of the devil. And so we pray, St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. We fly to thy protection, O Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our petitions and our necessities, but deliver us always from all dangers, O glorious and blessed Virgin. Amen. And we pray, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, we love you. Pray for us. Venerable Archbishop Sheen, pray for us. Saint Pope John Paul II, pray for us. Our Lady of Good Remedy, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. For as long as I've been doing this program, my brothers and sisters, and this is my 25th year of Catholic radio broadcasting, a uh, long time, quarter of a century, <laughs> a long time. Um, well, we started with prayer, and it's so important. You know, the great thing, because it's local, number one, we're local here in the New Jersey, Pennsylvania area, live, at, praying live, and I never know how many people are listening um, or, you know, tuned in in all the varied ways you can do that. Um, but the beautiful thing is, is that we can all come together and pray. And right now, we're seeing a um, tsunami of prayer being prayed and being encouraged. Now, we're doing our own little part here, <laughs> domestic church media, um, back in right around the 4th of July in prayer here at the station one day before the tabernacle. It was placed on my heart to get a prayer card that we can, we can get out to as many people as possible. And uh, the Lord led me to this particular prayer that we pray, the prayer from 1959 that was originally prayed at the dedication and the consecration of the Basilica, our national Catholic Basilica in Washington, uh, to our Blessed Mother under the title of the Immaculate Conception. And under that title, of course, as you know, she is the patroness of our country. So we did that. Uh, we had our Emily put together a beautiful little four-by-six postcard with the prayer on it, laminated. And uh, I ordered 5,000 of them in faith, just believing that we're going to get them all out there. And, uh, and more, I pray, between now and uh, at least Election Day. And uh, we've been sending them out, and so many of you have been requesting, uh, and we're happy to get them out to you. There's no cost whatsoever to you. They're free. It's all on us. We even pick up the postage. The key here is, and the most important thing is, is that you pray it, and that also, if you want more than one copy, we're happy to send out multiple copies to you, and you pass them out. Get them to family and friends. We got a, a lovely a little note the other night from someone who said that they passed them out to their uh, their Bible study group, their rosary group, and they, they pray them the prayer. So we want to keep these prayers coming out to you. We just sent out a whole uh, uh, other batch today, a new batch. Uh, we have wonderful volunteers, Janet and Elizabeth, come by, and they uh, do all the mailing once a week. So we get them out every week. Then We don't do it every day because it's... Uh, just we just they come in once a week and, and get them out. So I just they did came in this morning. And I just had a stack of envelopes uh, 
that I brought to the post office today. So keep those requests coming. So that's important because we have to pray. I do believe, and I'm, I know many of you do, probably all of you do as well, agree that we are under the forces of evil right now. There is a very, very fierce spiritual battle going on. And we have the greatest weapon. <laughs> There's no more powerful weapon in the spiritual battle than prayer, especially when we're dealing directly hand-to-hand combat with Satan himself to uh, enlist our general, <laughs> Blessed Mother, under the title of the Immaculate Conception because the devil just runs when he hears her name. So... We're praying and praying hard. Now, so you know about our little uh, uh, um, way to get the prayer out. Go to our website, domesticchurchmedia.org. Up on the top of our homepage, one of the links is for prayer. Just place your cursor over that. A, a little menu pops down, drops down. Click on prayer to the United States or for the United States of America and give us, Just we just ask you for your name, your address, and how many you want, and then we get them out to you. So... Go to our website, domesticchurchmedia.org, place your cursor over the prayer uh, option, the drop-down menu drops down, click on prayer for the United States of America, and tell us who you are and how many you want, and we'll get them out to you. And we've been sending out a lot, uh, I mean a whole bunch, which is great. I ordered 5,000, so we still have some of that 5,000 left here. If I need more than 5,000, I'll order another batch. Keep those requests coming and keep those prayers uh, storming heaven. Now, there are also, as you probably know, but in case you don't, um, there are a couple of other major prayer initiatives that I want to make you aware of. I'm sure most of you know about it. Um, We mentioned one uh, a couple weeks ago. It's the 54-day Miracle Novena that began on Saturday, the Feast of the Assumption, being prayed through... October 7th, the uh, Feast of Our Lady of the Holy Rosary. And um, this 54-day Rosary Miracle Novena to stave off violence and impending civil unrest, we have to pray this uh, 54-day Rosary Miracle Novena. It's being promoted by uh, Fathers uh, Jim and Tony Blount um, from the Society of Our Lady of the Most Holy Trinity. Um, and they did talk about impending civil unrest. Now, my goodness, all you have to do is look at the news and see these horrible videos. Of course, it depends on what what your source of news is. Some of some of these sources aren't playing these uh, these images, but it's real and it's happening in Portland, Oregon, in Seattle, you know, in Chicago. Uh, the, the the violence there, uh, the, the, such a sad situation down in, in uh, one of the Carolinas. That little five-year-old boy, a neighbor shot him right in the head. I mean, this is horrible, demonic evil. And if we don't acknowledge that or we, we pretend it's not, it doesn't exist, and we also need to, to put it, where it belongs, and that is that it is, this is a demonic force in this country. And you know as well as I that the civil unrest that we're hearing about, seeing, witnessing, um, 
it's it's not going away. It's getting worse. And as we get closer and closer to, so sad, our election process, we're going to see more. So we know that because of its source, and, you know, we're, we're not going to give the devil more credit than he's due, but we know that Satan will also use human weakness to his advantage. And so when we talk about the evil in men and women and our tendency and our concupiscence are leaning towards sin, we're already headed in that direction, that Satan will use that as a tool and to his advantage. So it's all, you know, we're talking about the, 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 the source of temptation and sin, to, to source rather of temptation to sin, the world of the flesh and the devil. So it's all part of that. So there's this 54-day Rosary Miracle Novena that began on the 15th of August. And don't worry. If, if you didn't start it yet and you want to start it today on the 19th of August, God's not counting days. Just pray it. And the website there, because you can sign up, you can see there's a whole other, a bunch of other resources there. The website for this one is queenofpeacemedia.com. That's queenofpeacemedia.com. And you'll get all the information you need there um, to find out about the 54-day Rosary Miracle Novena to stave off violence and impending civil unrest. Okay, uh, and there's also tools you can share the novena. It's all kinds of stuff there. So it's Queen of Peace, all spelled out. Queen of Peace Media, Queen of Peace Media. dot com. That's the first one. The other one that's getting a lot of um, publicity, and I did put this on our Facebook page the other day is the Million Rosary March. The Million Rosary March. Um, and I'm just going to read to you from this page, and that's what it is, millionrosarymarch.com. Okay, that's their website, millionrosarymarch.com. It says the United States of America is engulfed in a battle of good versus evil like never before. And we are taking action by inviting you to join thousands of Catholics to commit the pr- to pray the rosary for 100 days with a goal of over 1 million rosaries offered in reparation and intercession for our nation. So far, s- pledged, so, and this, I think this is going to be just the beginning, so we get the word out. So far, they have 1,088,600 rosaries pledged. They were shooting for a million. Well, they've already surpassed that. So let's just keep that going. Let's keep building that number up there, storming heaven with these rosaries. And as you know, uh, St. Padre Pio would call the rosary his weapon in this uh, demonic battle that we find ourselves in. And there's a, there's a, a, a pledge. We, the undersigned Catholic men and women, co- uh, recommit and entrust ourselves and our nation, the United States of America, to our Lord Jesus Christ, who is love, truth, beauty, and goodness itself, and to the triumph of the Most Holy Family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Uh, it says, imbued with the Holy Spirit, we sons and daughters of the Heavenly Father from diverse races, language and back- languages, and backgrounds 
under the protection of Our Lady, Patroness of the United States, and St. Joseph, do hereby plead for God's mercy and divine healing power upon our entire nation. We plead with our Lord to rebuke, bind, and cast out all the demonic forces of Satan that afflict our nation. We plead with our Lord for our own ongoing conversion and the conversion of our fellow Americans, both Catholic and non-Catholic, to the beauty and freedom found only in the Sacred Heart of Jesus through the Immaculate Heart of Mary. We commit ourselves to making reparation to our Lord for the many offenses that Catholic laity, clergy, Christians, non-Christians, and all in our nation have committed against our Lord, including, so this is the pledge, this is great, offenses over the centuries of many kinds against his children, born and unborn, who are all made in the image and likeness of God, the many sacrileges and desecrations against the Blessed Sacrament, the Catholic, uh, Catholic churches and Catholic sacred statues in the United States, and the worship of false gods, false idols, and pagan witchcraft that gravely offend him. We resolve to unleash Jesus Christ's gospel of truth and love for the people of the United States of America who are our brothers and sisters. We resolve to share Jesus Christ's divine healing power with each of our countrymen and women and to be instruments of love and truth for them. We resolve to alone, uh, I'm sorry, to atone for our nation's grave offenses through prayer, fasting, and almsgiving in union with the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross. In doing so, we recognize that we are affirming the only true basis of unity that can save our nation, unity in the sacred heart of Jesus Christ. We proclaim the truth that Jesus Christ came for every person, that all might have life and have it abundantly. Satan, the enemy of all men and women, it's waging, is waging relentless war against uh, us, our faith, our families, our nation, and all persons. We, the faithful Catholic laity, will not stand by idly. We affirm that Jesus Christ is the only answer we affirm that now is the time for Catholic men and women to rise and replace the culture of death and the secularization of America with the culture of life and love. We know that a culture of life and love, the desire of every human heart, can only fully be found in Jesus Christ himself. We commit to the defense of our faith, which is the fullness of the way to, uh, to love and liberation and the protection of our Catholic parishes. We will not abandon our Lord. We will not abandon our country to the evil one. We call all Catholic men and women to unite in the love of God and to take a stand for all our brothers and sisters in our nation. So that's the pledge. That's the letter. You can share this. Go to millionrosarymarch.com and make your pledge and pass this around. Uh, this is serious stuff, friends. I mean, it says the United States of America is engulfed in a battle of good versus evil like never before. That must be evident to us. You can see what's happening out there. Um, sometimes I think, you know, we find ourselves, it's, it's almost as if we're, you know, uh, bystanders, inactive participants watching uh, sides battle it out. And we're just kind of getting sucked into it.
No, we, the people of this country, okay, that we, this is, this is a, a government of, by, and for the people. That's us. And also, on the other side of it, as church, the Catholic laity, we are the largest group of Catholics in the church, the lay people. You know, one of the great things that, uh, and I say this in all humility, but it's true. I mean, it's, it's, the Lord has truly blessed us and the areas that we're able to go to through these radio broadcasts. This is a tremendous, tremendous grace from God. And I say that again, in all humility, through no merit of mine, we're just the instruments in the hand of the Almighty. We're here to get his voice, the light of Christ, shining to as many people as possible on a regular basis. We've all had it. I know you have and I have. We had it with the politics. We've had it with, with uh, the, the, the negativity, the tearing down. We've had it with all the garbage that's out there. I almost said crap, but I'll say it anyway. With all the crap that's out there on a political spectrum that's dictating to us what is good and what is evil, what is right and what is wrong, and it's all twisted. We, the people of this country, and we, the people of this church, brothers and sisters in the Lord, disciples of Christ, we have every right, but even more so, every obligation by virtue of our baptism to stand up and do battle we are the warriors. You know, when we were confirmed, we were confirmed to be soldiers for Christ. And so we are. And now the battle is raging before us. And we have every obligation to get in there, to get on the front lines. And the Lord and our Blessed Mother, we have the greatest weapons we need through prayer and sacramentals, prayer, fasting, almsgiving. We can defeat this evil. And so my brothers and sisters, again, Go to millionrosarymarch.com. That's the uh, to, to uh, make a pledge to pray a rosary. They have over a million rosaries pledged already. They were shooting for a million. Well, let's make it 10 million, 100 million. Keep them coming. Millionrosarymarch.com. And you can also go to queenofpeacemedia.com for the 54-day rosary miracle novena that's being prayed through uh, October 7th, which is the Feast of the Holy Rosary. I think that the Million um, Rosary March began on uh, Saturday as well, the pledging, I guess, and, and uh, going through December 8th. But just keep praying. You know, we'll do all we can here. You know, this, I, I can't stress enough, how, first of all, how grateful we are to Almighty God that we can be here doing this, that we, we're giving our Lord a voice in the media, which is what this is. And there's more, I, I believe, I, I, I can't stress it enough, I've been saying it the past couple of weeks, I really believe the Lord is calling us to even bigger things here, to reach out into even other media platforms on a stronger a more powerful basis and a way to do this. And I, I'm praying about it. I always tell the Lord, Lord, I'm, I'm happy to do it, but you, you have to give me the resources. <laughs> That's how I, I would talk about where I'm sit, you know, sitting right now in this beautiful studio uh, uh, way, way back, back in the day when, I, again, the Lord placed on my heart that we needed this one first radio station, 1260 AM. All right, Lord, but they want $4.5 million. I don't even have a dime. 
And he says, hey, he says, I spat. <laughs> he speaks Italian to me sometimes. I spat. He says, I'll take care of it. Just wait. And he does. He does. So we, there's so much more that has to be done. And I, I, I tell you, my friends, we, we're, we, I, I'm overwhelmed by your continued response through all this pandemic and all the uncertainty, the unemployment, and, and all the stuff that's going on out there. You've all still been so faithful to us in supporting this work. Yes, we, we're feeling our regular, our usual summertime pinch. Uh, our bookkeeper told me we were sh- had a shortfall of about $9,000 a month over the past few months. That's not good. But th- there's so much work to be done. And let, let's, I want this to be the headquarters. That we, we, were, we were talking the other day, you know, we're going to have our radiothon in, in, in the fall. We decided we're going to do it, and we're, we're going to just, we have to get out there. We have to, we have to do that. And, and we talk about why. Well, because this, this station that you're listening, however you're listening or watching, you know, we have the video, we have all ways to listen and watch. You come here to get away from all that other, other stuff that's out there, all the negativity, all the, the lies, the deception, the deceit, the fake news, the, the battling. We come here to, to, to find a haven of hope. You know, Jesus Christ is our hope. By the way, speaking of that, real quick for the Father Larry Richards is out of the hospital. Father Larry was in the hospital, not doing well, something with his medication. Anyway, he, I just saw a video. He's out. He, he had, even has Roman collar on. He thanks everybody for their prayers. So that's good news. But now we got to go. We got we, We're doing battle here. Okay. So um, request your prayer cards from us. Go to domesticchurchmedia.org and scroll over the prayer link, the drop down menu, and order as many of those prayer cards. If you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, there, there it is. I'm holding it up to the camera. Beautiful little four by six laminated prayer card, a postcard. We'll get them out to you. But also go to millionrosarymarch.com. MillionRosaryMarch.com and QueenOfPeaceMedia.com. QueenOfPeaceMedia.com. All right, let me take a break. I'm going to come back. And there's something I, I had a whole bunch of stuff, but I think right now, talking about America, back in 1999, St. Pope John Paul II wrote an apostolic letter on the church in America. And I want to share with you some of this uh, little bit. It's certainly worth your reading the entire document. But today, talking about the urgency of the call to conversion in America. So stay where you are, my friends. More to come on Come to Me. Be right back. St. Paul Street Evangelization supports hundreds of teams of evangelists sharing the good news. But did you know that some of these teams are public prayer stations? Set up a sign on the sidewalk and offer prayer and encouragement to those you encounter. Everyone needs prayer. Try this new method of witnessing to Jesus. Contact St. Paul Street Evangelization to get started at streetevangelization.com. That's streetevangelization.com. Here is Mother Angelica speaking about Catholic Radio. There's six billion people, and we got to reach them all. It's people like you, radio stations like your own. And I hope sincerely that people will support you because we need Catholic Radio. We need Catholic television. 
And if we don't have it, we shall answer to God for that because we are bound by our baptism to spread the good word. We're bound by that. Won't you help us spread the good word by praying for us and by making a tax-deductible gift payable to Domestic Church Media, P.O. Box 7509, Trenton, 08628, or by going to our website, wfjs.org, and making a secure online donation using your Visa or MasterCard. Please contact us today. God love you. We need Catholic Radio. We are bound by our baptism to spread the good word. 60 Seconds with Mother Angelica. Do you know yourself? <laughs> Nobody knows himself. That's why if somebody says, why are you so impatient? You say, I'm not impatient. <laughs> or why are you so angry all the time? Who's angry? I'm never angry. <laughs> okay. We don't know ourselves. You know, I've told you that there's so many of these mystics have said that the Lord would come one day and give us a warning that we would see ourselves as he sees us. Oh, that would be a shock, huh? Somebody sent me a, a, a videotape. We watched it the other night. Uh, these people who had death experiences, they all saw this light, but what they all saw was themselves. And they were surprised. Well, if you know yourself, you wouldn't be surprised, would you? The people you know and trust are on EWTN. I'm Cheryl. I'm Jim. And we invite you to join us every Friday at 4 p.m. for Friday Live. Two hours of talk, music, interesting, and informative interviews. We'll also have a reflection on Sunday's Gospel, Jim Hoffman's weekend weather forecast, and you'll have a chance to call in and play one of our fun game shows like Saint of the Day or Name That Catholic Tune. It all happens right here Friday at 4 p.m. That's Friday Live, proclaiming the joy of the gospel, communicating hope, on these domestic church media stations. From Ewing to Union Beach. Sargentville to Spring Lake. Perkesee to Point Pleasant Beach. Heightstown to Humeville. Eatontown to Englishtown. Pine Beach to Penn Valley. Proclaiming the joy of the gospel on Domestic Church Catholic Radio. All right, welcome back. August 19th. 2020. That's the date. Now, I, I mentioned those dates because sometimes, as I did yesterday, I have to put a repeat on, and that way people know it's a repeat. But one time we repeated, um, I think, Friday Live. And, you know, on Friday Live, uh, Jim Hoffman, our chief meteorologist, comes on and gives us the weather report. But it was, uh, I guess I repeated it maybe in May, or, and, but it was from January, and he was talking about a chance of snow, and people were getting all confused. Which, by the way, speaking of that, this Friday, uh, the 21st, we're putting a repeat on. Cheryl and I will not be here. So um, it'll be a repeat program. So I don't know what which one yet, but don't pay attention to the weather forecast. <laughs> I'll put a little disclaimer on that. 
Uh, and also, I will not be here tomorrow. It'll be a throwback Thursday. As I said earlier, we didn't really take any extended uh, vacation this summer, uh, a week or two. So we're just doing these little staycation days. We take a day here, a day there. The weather looks nice. Like yesterday was a beautiful day. Tomorrow's going to be a beautiful day. Friday, uh, we actually have a thing going on up in... Um, it's very strange. You know, Cheryl and I met uh, back in the mid-1980s uh, when we were both um, uh, musicians. And I sang and she played the piano. And you know the story. I put, that, I put an ad in the paper, Cheryl answered. And, you know, but, so anyway, every now and then, uh, I get the opportunity to, to go and do a, an evening of Sinatra, <laughs> which, which I have the opportunity this, this weekend up in Dingman's Ferry, Pennsylvania. Dingman's Ferry, Pennsylvania. Way, way up there. And Cheryl, you know, out of all the days in the entire year, has a gig on the same day. She's playing piano for a, uh, a private dinner or some reception, whatever. So anyway, we have – so we're taking Friday so we can we, – the gigs are on Saturday. We're taking Friday off so we can just spend some time together. I said, we're getting too old for all this stuff. Not Cheryl. She's staying young. I'm getting old. Um, let's see, uh, what are we doing here? Um, so anyway, this Friday, yeah, we repeat tomorrow. I'll be a repeat and, um, uh, I'll be back God willing on, um, Tuesday, right? Uh, let's see. Uh, well, okay. So Pete just sent me a, a text. This is the beauty of, of, uh, of modern communications. Um, Father Tim Pastor of the parish, and uh, forgive me, Pete. You didn't say what. Uh, I forget your parish in West Windsor. Anyway, Father Tim said he put put a hundred uh, prayer cards in the great hall where Sunday mass is celebrated. So we'll get some up to you. I'll forward that to our volunteers. Um, you know, any any amount you want, friends, we'll send to you. Okay, as I said, I, I ordered five thousand of them, and if I have to order another five thousand, I will. We'll get them out. The point is, get people praying. And then watch the miracle unfold. And the miracle will be what God's will is in all of this. Truly. You know, God God is not far away, you know, and, and an uninvolved observer. With these prayers, through Our Lady's intercession, when she goes to her son to present, as the prayer says, when she presents our country to the Holy Trinity. I mean, this country was founded on, on these beautiful, basic Judeo-Christian principles. And what it has become, or is being driven toward by some, is pretty frightening. And Catholics, you know, you, when, you, when, you, when you vote... And we don't tell you who to vote for. I don't. We don't. We don't support any political party or, or uh, candidate. Our job here at Domestic Church Media is to help form a good, refined Catholic conscience, so that you will make the right decisions. To vote for people who will support life from the moment of conception to the moment of natural death. To support candidates who, to vote for candidates who will support these basic, very basic Judeo-Christian principles. No candidate is perfect. No, per, no person on this earth is perfect. The last 
perfect person on this planet was assumed into heaven 2,000 years ago. Since then, and she was the only human person, the exception of our Lord, who was true God and true man. Blessed Mother was without sin, conceived without sin, didn't have the stain of sin, preserved from that. But the rest of us, we all have that stain, and that's that original sin that lean, leans us toward the wrong way. So no candidate, no candidate is perfect. So we have to base our decision on a well-formed Catholic conscience to make the right decisions. So I, I will advise all my brother and sister Catholics to form your conscience well. And don't let pride and personal feelings get into your decision-making process in something as important as electing a president to lead this country. Form your conscience. Listen to Catholic Radio. Watch EWTN. Read. And I'm talking about reading real, authentic Catholic stuff. <laughs> Not the fringe. Go to the catechism. You know, Read the, the fathers of the church. Listen to what you hear on these stations and form your conscience well. That's vitally important. Um, all right, so where am I going now? Let me see. This was from um, 1999 as we were headed toward the Jubilee year of 2000, you know, into the third millennium from John St. Pope John Paul II. And he wrote a, a letter, an apostolic letter, on and to the church in America. And there's one, and I can't get, obviously it's a, I would advise you to go to the Vatican website, www.vatican.va, V-A, as in Vatican, and go to the John Paul page, and you can pull these letters up. And, you know, we have 26 years of Pope John Paul II writings there, so there's a lot to read. But this is an apostolic letter. Just pull up that section and then click on uh, Ecclesia in America, Church in America. And this is a little section on the urgency of the call to conversion. Remember, this is 1999, so uh, 21 years ago. St. Pope John Paul began this particular paragraph with a quote from uh, uh, the Gospel of Mark. The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is close at hand. Repent and believe in the good news. Well, John Paul wrote, These words with which Jesus began his Galilean ministry still echo in the ears of bishops, priests, deacons, consecrated men and women, and the lay faithful throughout America. Both the recent celebration of the fifth centenary of the first evangelization of America and the commemoration of the 2000th anniversary of the birth of Jesus, the great jubilee we are preparing to celebrate, summon everyone alike to a deeper sense of our Christian vocation. Interesting, isn't it, how when the Holy Father, Pope John Paul II, refers to the fifth centenary, we celebrated was celebrated back in 1992 
the Holy Father refers to that. You know, 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Referred to that as the cent- fifth centenary of the first evangelization of America. Think of what that's become today. What people are calling it. And what they're doing uh, to Christopher Columbus and his statues. The Holy Father said that this, as we celebrate that and the commemoration of the 2000th anniversary of the birth of Jesus, which was the great Jubilee year, um, preparing to uh, summon every, he said, they, these two uh, celebrations summon everyone alike to a deeper sense of our Christian vocation. The greatness of the incarnation and gratitude for the gift of the first proclamation of the gospel in America are an invitation to respond readily to Christ with a more decisive personal conversion and a stimulus to ever more generous fidelity to the gospel. So he's calling and just reaffirming, really, what our vocation is as Christians. Christ's call to conversion, John Paul wrote, finds an echo in the words of the apostles, of the apostle. This is from Paul's letter to the Romans. It is time now to wake from sleep because our salvation is closer than when we first became believers. St. Pope John Paul said the, the encounter with the living Jesus impels us to conversion. So the key here is, is to create and allow and facilitate somehow that encounter with Christ. And again, I say this, my my friends, in in, in all humility, because it's not 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 of my doing and have no merit of my own or anybody else here. But these Catholic radio stations and all the platforms that we're on give listeners and viewers an opportunity to encounter Christ on a regular basis. This is our culture. You know, this is why I think. Um, you know, whether it's social media or the mainstream media or whatever resources we use that we go to to get our information. Our opinions will be formed by what we're fed, by those sources. We all have our favorites. You know, our go-to media source for news, for secular news, for what's happening in the world and all that. But if you use this medium, whatever you are listening to or watching right now, as your media source for the faith, and of course we're an honored affiliate of EWTN, can't beat that, your opinion and your understanding of the balance between our rights and obligations as citizens of the United States of America balanced out as our ultimate sit with our ultimate citizenship which is heaven we understand that this is passing that this is a this is a way through in this world on our journey to the father's house but along the way here we have to ensure a culture and an environment that is conducive to our spiritual understanding of who we are and why we're here. 
You know, the, the, the culture has changed so dramatically in this country. And there are some, and you know who they are. I don't have to tell you. You know who they are and what they're saying and where they want to take us. And we hear all about the deception, the deceit, the, the attempts on this or that. We need conversion. But Holy Father John Paul said the encounter with the living Jesus will impel us to that conversion. So our responsibility here and as disciples of Jesus is to help facilitate that encounter. John Paul wrote, in speaking of conversion, the New Testament uses the word metanoia, which means a change of mentality. It is not simply a matter of thinking differently in an intellectual sense, but of revising the reasons behind one's actions in the light of the gospel. Again, this is John Paul II's letter to the church in America, 1999. Um. In this regard, he said, St. Paul speaks of faith working through love. This means that true conversion needs to be prepared and nurtured through the prayerful reading of sacred scripture and the practice of the sacraments of reconciliation and the Eucharist. So reading of sacred scripture, we can do that on our own, right? Of course, if you go to Mass, you get it all, Uh the Eucharist and the Sacrament of Reconciliation, that's up to us to go and regularly uh, participate in that sacrament. And, of course, the Eucharist, which is the source and summit of our Christian faith. But Holy Father St. Pope John Paul said, conversion leads to fraternal communion because it enables us to understand that Christ is the head of the Church, his mystical body. It urges solidarity because it makes us aware that Whatever we do for others, especially for the poorest, we do for Christ himself. And he said, conversion, therefore, fosters a new life in which there is no separation between faith and works in our daily response to the universal call to holiness. In order to speak of conversion, the gap between faith and life must be bridged. Where this gap exists, Christians are such only in name. Oh, I just lost my page here. Sorry. Bear with me for a moment. Now, where did it go? Oh, my. It skipped. <laughs> uh, let's see. I don't, I don't know what happened. I just, I just, I see, remember last week when I was talking about how demons get into these things? Uh, let's see if I can get there real quick. Oh, there it is. Whew. It, this, for some reason, this... Uh, Little laptop isn't scrolling properly. Anyway, uh, conversion, therefore, fosters a new life in which there is no separation between faith and works in our daily response to the universal call to holiness. In order to speak of conversion, the gap between faith and life must be bridged. Where this gap exists, Christians are uh, are such only in name. To be true disciples of the Lord—this is John Paul II—to be true disciples of the Lord— Believers must bear witness to their faith, and witnesses testify not only with words, but also with their lives. Okay, so this is our call. Now, this is 21 years ago. Think of what America was like in 1999 compared to what America is like in the year 2020. 
A lot has changed in 21 years. A lot has changed. Attitudes, ideologies, uh, um, lifestyles, ways of thinking, the definition of family, the, 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 the definition of what is good and evil, even. But Holy Father, St. Pope John Paul, again, says that to be true disciples of Jesus Christ, believers must bear witness to their faith and witnesses testify not only with words, but also with their lives. Now is our time. We must not fear. You know, I, I, I joke and have been joking for 25 years about how when things change, what I'm doing right now might be considered criminal. And that the stormtroopers will tell you, come in and to the studio one day and take me out in shackles. But, you know, we're probably a lot closer to that now than we were when I started 25 years ago, the way things are transpiring. We have to stop that. We have to stand up and, and, and give witness. Uh, John Paul said that we must keep in mind the words of Jesus when he said, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. And he said, openness to the Father's will supposes a total self-giving, including even the gift of one's life. The greatest witness is martyrdom. This is John Paul writing to the church in America in 1999. Was he being, getting us ready for a time of perhaps when it, our lives would be required of us? He said, yet conversion is incomplete if we are not aware of the demands of the Christian life and if we do not strive to meet them. In this regard, the Synod Fathers noted that unfortunately, at both the personal and communal level, there are great shortcomings in relation to a more profound conversion and with regard to relationships between sectors, institutions, and groups within the church. Um, he was talking about fraternal charity, uh, means attending to the needs of our neighbor. Um, and he says, hence the Christian people in America, of America, I'm sorry, for the Christian people of America, conversion to the gospel means to revise all the different areas and aspects of life, especially those related to the social order and the pursuit of common good. He said it will be especially necessary to nurture the growing awareness of society and the dignity of every person and therefore to promote in the community a sense of duty to participate in political life in harmony with the gospel. <laughs> That's the key. Participate in political life in harmony with the gospel. You know, again, without naming any names, we're not, we're not talking about individuals, uh, endorsements or things, but you know and I know when you hear some politicians— on both sides of the aisle, Democrat and Republican, more so, you know, on one side, who say they're practicing Catholics and then will support legislation that legalizes basically infanticide, abortion up through up to and through the ninth month and beyond. And they say, well, they're, they're Catholic, but that doesn't interfere with 
their politics. Listen to what Holy Father St. Pope John Paul II said, that we have a sense of duty to participate in political life in harmony with the gospel. Integrate. You know, if we're truly living our faith, it's automatically integrated to and in harmony with the gospel. Holy Father John Paul said, Involvement in the political field is clearly part of the vocation and activity of the lay faithful. I tell you what, though, these days, this is 1999, uh, you get into politics today, you're jumping in the shark-infested waters. But with that comes the martyrdom, supposedly, I guess. The, the key here is, and I, again, that's just a teeny tiny bit of this beautiful letter from St. Pope John Paul II. The Church in America. Go to the Vatican website, www.vatican.va, and then go to the John Paul II page, and then you can see there's a list of all his different writings. And one, one uh, heading is uh, Apostolic Letters. Click on that, and you'll see. From ni- and go, to, go to the year 1999. As I said, they, we have 26 years of, of documents from John Paul. We go to 1999 and open up the church in America and read this. And it really kind of puts us back. It's kind of our marching orders in in where we are right now. We have an obligation to stand up as lay people to defend our church in this country and and to to defend our country. So go to these two websites again, my friends, uh, millionrosarymarch.com and queenofpeacemedia.com and get your weapons. Okay. I'll be back on Tuesday, God willing. Have a great rest of your week and a beautiful weekend, and we'll see you live on Tuesday tomorrow, Throwback Thursday program, and uh, Cheryl and I will be uh, off on Friday as well. God bless you. God love you.